This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Podium Podcast, episode 43. We are back. Episode 43, I'm solo tonight. And that's fine. We do this. Now, first and foremost, I have to say, people have been flaming me. Shorty last week was a little much. I apologize on her behalf. A lot. (laughs) People wasn't feeling her. I understand there was liquor involved. I usually don't drink on the show. Big Mike brung a bottle, Henny. You know, I can handle myself. Mike can handle himself. Shorty was a wild card, and we saw how that turned out. So, I apologize for that, guys. A couple people was like, listen, not feeling this episode, bro. She's fucking it up. I don't want to. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I listened back to it two times, and I was like, it's painful. I was, and the crazy shit, I'm here face-to-face recording with her and didn't even peep how crazy it was sounding but nonetheless it is a joyous day today is tuesday february 6th okay it's a beautiful time to be alive the patriots lost the super bowl congratulations to the world championship eagles philly free meek mill meek mill was being played when they came out very dope. That was big for the culture. That was big for Meek. To show that, Meek, we love you still, bro. We know you're going through some bullshit. And we riding with you. And we here for you. The city just won a championship. It's fucking lit when you get out there. But, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart, what the fuck, bro? Now, I understand you were drunk. But you are not a football player. This is not the All-Star game. You can't just walk up there and want to touch the trophy. You have to listen... If you wouldn't, if, yo, 50 Cent is a troll. He's the biggest troll of all time. The nigga, Kevin Hart, tried to rush the stage on the field. Now, granted, your celebrity got you on the field. Oh, shit, that's Kevin Hart let him through. When you got to the big white dude, he was like, Kev, you're not a player. You cannot go on the stage. This is not the, it's not the all-star game. This is not, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's used to. Okay, football is completely different. There's like 50 players on each team. You have served no purpose being up there, bro. What the fuck was you going to say? Then he crashes one of the Eagles interviews and he curses on live TV. He caught himself, put the mic down, walked away. But we got to throw Kevin to tell for that. But Kev is a big humanitarian. Ah, Kev is a humanitarian. On his way from the Super Bowl, he heard of a girl who had an incurable brain disease. And Kev flew it, flew to meet her. And he gave her a bunch of gifts and gave him her his direct contact to call him personally whenever she's feeling bad or she just needs to talk. And we applaud that at the Podium Podcast. 
being there for your fans, being there for your people, and, you know, doing right. And, you know, Kev slipped up. Every man slips. Yeah, he cheated on his wife. So what? Who doesn't cheat? Y'all niggas cheating on girlfriend every day. He just got caught. That's it. He just famous. He wasn't famous. It'd have been regular. Niggas cheat on their baby moms at the baby shower. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Shut up. Yeah. But uh, football is over. I boycotted the whole NFL season. I did not watch the Super Bowl. I did not. But I have Instagram. And Sunday, the entire Instagram was all about the Super Bowl. But those damn Kardashians, man. Those damn Kardashians. Now, listen, I'm giving them Hustler of the Year. Hustler of the Year for 2018 so far. You got Kim. Kim Kardashian posted her fucking ass and uh, a covered-up tit basically during the Grammys. And now... She has a perfume where you break the chocolate and there's perfume in the middle of shit. Genius. I heard she made like, hold on, let me get the number right. She made something like 10 million in like four days. God damn it. And that's just from people supporting her. Lala got a chocolate one. John Legend's wife got a little chocolate. With the, you got to break it up. Paris Hilton, like the list goes on and on. These are people that gifted it, posted it. They have a huge following. And people seen it, people wanted, people bought it. Now, I don't know if they got that chocolate. They might have just got the fragrance. I don't know if they got that chocolate heart they got to break. I'm, I don't know. I don't know the process. And, um, you know, it's all good. Kim Kim is a, she's a hustler. You know, Ye's a hustler. That whole Kardashian family. Now, Kim did that. I'm trying to get the number right now of how much she fucking made. And, like, four days they said she made off this. Porzingis got hurt, by the way. You got, uh. You praying for Porzingis. Hopefully, hopefully he uh he feels better. He hurt his knee. Hopefully it's not serious. I'm not a Nick fan, but that dude is nice, and I don't want to see nobody get hurt. Um, yeah, let me find this number for Kim Kardashian. Hold on, guys. But in the meantime, the Cleveland Cavaliers are stinking shit up as usual. Uh, I feel like the NBA is trolling the entire world by exploiting how bad the Cavs are, because who's beating them in the in the playoff series? I really want to know. I, I mean, who the fuck is knocking them out? You could say the Celtics, they have no experience outside of Kyrie. Uh, they're young. I, I mean, the Cavs aren't good. But you got they got LeBron James. And when you got LeBron, I mean, you know, it's just, the guy is just, it's just hard. It's hard to beat him four times. I'll say that. The Warriors had to get three fucking superstars to do the shit. So I get that. Um, you know, but, um, you know, Isaiah Thomas didn't, ain't really back to what he used to be. He's uh still looking a little injured. But um, at the end of the day, the Cavs will be in the finals. Like, you know, I, I mean, as far as the West goes, it might be the Rockets. These niggas look great. But the Warriors are still the Warriors. I want the Thunder to get there. But uh, for some reason... These niggas can't win games they're supposed to win. Russell Westbrook pisses me off every game. Paul George pisses me off every game. Melo, I gave up on Melo. I don't even fucking, I don't even try to understand Carmelo Anthony at this point. I think La La Leaving just ruined him for the rest of his career. He cannot function. This nigga just looks horrible. Like, dog, you used to be one of the top players in the world, and now you regular as fuck. This shit is trash. And why you want to fucking get regular when you get to the goddamn thunder? Bitch, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I think they said Kim made ten million in four days. Now, 
I say Kim the Kardashians are hustlers because Kim did that during the Grammys with the whole world was tuned into that. And Kylie Jenner. Kylie fucking Jenner announced that she had the baby the day of the Super Bowl. And not only the day of the Super Bowl, couple hours before the game. You know what I'm saying? Like she she just revealed, hey guys, wanted to hide my pregnancy, keep it private. And then the pictures of Travis crying, but not crying, but overjoyed at the fact that their daughter is here now. Um, I don't know if they revealed the name of the child yet, but these Kardashians. I mean, the world could the world could do whatever they want, but them Kardashians, them Kardashians are gonna fucking make sure they are relevant. They will always take over the news. And I get it. I understand why. They want to be the focus. They want to be the focus. And naturally, people care about themselves. So, like, Kim, Chloe, Chloe Kardashian has 101 million followers. Jesus Christ. Like, when, when you're that important, not even important, because they're famous for being famous. They're not famous for anything. But uh, it's it's amazing. And their mother is the, is the fucking puppet master of all of this shit. She makes sure everything stays about them. Kylie had the baby February 1st. The Super Bowl was February 3rd. She announces it February 3rd. Nobody knew that she had the baby until she said she had the baby. Do you understand that this is premeditated news? They hold on to shit. Now, she dropped pictures of her being pregnant. Now, uh, Chloe's pregnant. So this is another one coming here. Kim just had a kid, not Kim, but the surrogate just had a kid for her, Kylie. I swear to God, I think it's Kylie. I don't, I don't give a fuck when they said Kim baby came. We ain't seen that baby, okay? We haven't seen Kylie. There's no proof. Imagine the baby is Kanye's, but Travis is gonna raise it as his. Oh shit! Wow, that kid may make the best beats of all time. He might make the set another thriller. Who the fuck knows? But um. Yeah, as far as the Super Bowl goes, Tom Brady did some pussy shit too. A little Patriots fan. You're up with y'all, man. He lost the game because he fumbled. Okay, I seen the highlights. I didn't watch the game because I was boycotting, but I seen highlights. I have Instagram. You can't avoid it. He fumbles the ball with two minutes to go. And uh, when they lost, he pulls his Isaiah Thomas shit. But he just walks off the field. Don't congratulate nobody. You know, uh, but the refs ain't do their job this year, Tom. Fuck you, nigga. You still the GOAT. Tom Brady's still the best quarterback of all time, and I don't even like the picture, but I, you, facts are facts, bro. There's never been a quarterback better than Tom Brady. And the nigga's 40. I mean, you know, they tried to go for a Hail Mary at the end. I saw that on SportsCenter. If Gronk would have came down with that, that would have been the craziest catch in history. I think that happened in college somewhere a couple years ago. It was, a, it was fucking crazy. But, um, yeah, the Patriots lost. We, we applaud that. We tired of these niggas. Tired of these niggas. And, uh, you know, it's a slow, um, it's a slow week for news. I don't have much news to to do today, but, uh, I just go, you know, you know how I do. I always come up with something. Um, Justin Timberlake, uh, performed at, uh, at the Super Bowl, did a tribute to Prince. That was that was cool. I mean, the game was in Minnesota. Prince is from Minnesota. It makes sense. Uh, the Instagram, you know, is super quick. So they changed <laughs> Instagram. 
Instagram changed the backdrop that Justin performed with the image of Prince. They changed it to Dave Chappelle. Jesus fucking Christ. The internet is undefeated, bro. That meme came out so fast. It was like Prince. I, I, and, you know, me not watching the game. I'm like, Prince? Does the Timberlake did a tribute to Dave Chappelle as Prince? I'm not realizing what they're doing. So then when I see Complex posted the actual video, I was like, oh, oh shit, that's funny. Whoever did that meme has a lot of time on his hands and it's very fast. There's a guy out there somewhere that um that just sits there and makes memes all day for like for shits and giggles. He has no other reason but to but do that to do that. So uh what else is going on? Oh, Justin Timberlake, his sneakers. He wore some threes. Now, Nike's been doing this thing. And if you're not a sneakerhead, I apologize for this, but I have to do this. Nike's been doing this thing recently where they release a shoe randomly. Okay. They did the black cements a couple weeks ago. Randomly, they just dropped those randomly on a Thursday at 7 o'clock. Boom, they're on the app. Every fucking size you could get in men's. They didn't do kids. People got them. Cool. LeBron James has a shoe that looks like Deion Sanders sneakers. So it's like a Deion LeBron. LeBron wore them in a game. The minute LeBron stepped foot on the floor, Nike pressed the button. The shoes were available on the Nike app. Now, the shoes suck. I believe they sold out. If this is what Nike has to do to sell shoes, they're in trouble. I say all that to say this. Justin Timberlake wore these white cement threes, right? They had a 3M Nike swoosh on the side of the threes. On the other side, it said Air Jordan or a Nike with Tinker Hatterfield's signature on the inside of the tongue and Justin Timberlake's signature on the side of the shoe. The minute he stepped on stage, the shoes were available. These shoes are going for over $3,000 now. Mind you, nobody got them yet. They didn't even get delivered yet. If you bought them Sunday, how are they on stock X within an hour? And they were up to about 13,000 at one point. Unf- and the shoe is trash. The shoe is trash. I don't like that. I hit the button. The shoes are fucking trash. Now, to anybody out there that may have gotten this shoe, you don't like that shoe. You you want the hype and you're probably going to sell them to some idiot who needs them. Some dumbass dickhead is going to pay top dollar for these Nike threes with a check. Those look like, they look like shit. I'm not even going to hold you. They look like shit. I've been seeing them on Instagram constantly, and Nike will do this, and these sneaker blogs will do this. I don't understand why sneaker blogs won't ever tell you a shoe is trash. They just promote it as if they sell the shit. Sneaker news. Listen, everything you put, you post bullshit all day long. You post sneakers that are trash, and you ask in the comments, heat or shit. Why do you do that? Why I don't have an opinion? Do you understand that the culture of sneakers is the people? And people in comments saying shit, never going to match the magnitude of a sneaker uh, blog that covers shoes all day. I really want these people to take responsibility for the bullshit they allow. Nice Kicks, you do the same shit. And, I, and salute to Nice Kicks. They reached out to me. They wanted pictures of my, bread, my uh, suede bread ones, right? Ray Polanco Jr. from Nice Kick, yeah, yeah, he's he's at all the Nike all the Nike events and Jordan events. He's he's kind of big in the sneaker world. Ray Polanco Jr. reached out to me and asked me, "I need high definition images of your suede breads, no tags, no watermarks, and I'll post them on the site." 
I sent that just like he asked, and it never happened. Now, I'm not looking for anything from Nice Kicks because Nice Kicks does the same shit Complex does. They dick rod. They dick rod and they suck off every celebrity that wears a sneaker, and they never talk shit about anything. They never have an opinion. You are a sneaker blog. I understand your, your, your job is to pretty much report the culture of sneakers, but you also influence the culture of sneakers. Now, if I had a sneaker blog and I felt the sneakers trash, guess what? In my opinion, as a sneaker blog, this shit is trash. So I don't understand why everybody being so fucking buddy buddy with these brands. Like Adidas does, what do they do for y'all? Are y'all getting free shoes? Are y'all being bought by the? Are y'all getting paid by these brands? And I think it is. And I think that's very corny of these brands to do that. You should have people. People should be allowed to rate your shit. I shouldn't have to go on Instagram comment and say these are trash with three point five million other niggas. You should say it. You have to step up and say that shit. You know what? I, I really wish I had time to like really get a sneaker blog going. I might turn my page into that because I don't really care. I don't, I'm not buying sneakers no more. I'm done. I've been selling shit all week. I'm out of this shit. I'm fucking disgusted. But um, the Justin Timberlake 3 has been for super crazy money. And shout out to Clark Kent, one of the OGs. Clark Kent couldn't get him. And Clark Kent is like super plugged. He tried to get him on the app in the 13. Not happening. People he tried to, you know, maybe he paid a little resale for something dope. He looked on stock here. They're saying 13000 He's like, all right, now y'all are bugging. But Clark, you got to understand what, what, what's going on, bro. The people with a voice are being bought to stay quiet, Clark. And you are one of them. But the resale prices, you can't be mad at. I'm never going to be mad at a reseller for taking advantage of somebody that doesn't care about price. If you have a shoe that you spent $200 for and somebody's offering you $5,000, of course you're taking that. So you can't you can't blame a reseller. You have to blame blame the brand. The brand is doing this. The brand is putting out shoes at a marginal rate and then later at a mass rate after they already built the hype, made the money, and now they don't give a fuck. Here, there you go, general release. It's trash. They don't even allow sneakers to get any prestige anymore. Shit comes out so fast, you don't even want it after a while. Sneakers are still coming out every Saturday, Nike Jordan. What's up? Y'all said y'all was going to chill the fuck out. Every weekend, some shit comes out. Them Chinese New Year Sixes are fucking trash. They're fucking trash. They're garbage. They're garbage. Just drop DMPs. Why are you playing these games with us? You know what the fuck people want, but you know what it is. They don't have nothing new. There's nothing left Nike can do. There's nothing left. Nothing. Jordan, Jordan brand is fucking dying. You, how many times you go recycle the same shoe in different colors? You've been doing this shit for 20 years. At this point, the new generation of kids don't even want Jordans. They want Curry's. They want Kyrie's. They don't want fucking Jordans, man. The, the new little nigga, the little niggas in high school, they want foreign shit. They want Balenciaga. Whatever the Migos and them niggas wearing is what these little niggas want. They don't want Jordans no more because Jordans ain't worn on the court. Back in the day, the reason niggas my age wanted Jordans because Jordan wore them shits. Cherry 12, oh shit, I want those Jordans wearing them on them shits look fly. Now you see LeBron and sneakers, you don't want that shit because your sneakers, his sneakers are ugly. The sneakers are ugly. I don't know who's who's creating these shoes. They keep pushing technology instead of fucking looks. You can make a shoe with technology and still make it look good. Why is every shoe made with socks? Every sneaker that comes out now is made of sock material. You don't have shoes made of leather anymore. Every sneaker that's made in leather is a retro. Why why do people come to my job and say, oh, damn, y'all don't have no leather sneakers? You know what I have to show them? Air Force Ones, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
Come on, we got it. Y'all, people, we all the coaches, we run the sneaker game. If we tell Nike, we're not giving y'all no money for this, they would have to listen. The way to impact a business is to affect its pockets. We're not affecting Nike pocket. We keep giving them our money. Y'all have to take a, take a stand at some point. You can go without a trash shoe, bro. You can go without a trash shoe. Them 11s that sat this winter, there's a direct reflection of the Jordan game being dead. The red 11 sat. The white and blue sold out, restocked, and then sat and sold out again. The red one sold out over time. We wanted those red fucking uh, 11s when Melo wore it. We don't want it now. I don't fucking want that shit no more. I wanted the shit Melo had when he rocked it. But it's all good, man. That's my little sneaker tangent. Um, Hold on, guys. Uh, yeah, I messed my little sneakers tangent. Uh, oh, and also Nike uh, could suck my dick because they stole my dipped idea. And salute to the people, man. I love y'all so much because every time it's posted, every time it's posted, I get tagged. And I really, yo, I love y'all so much for like standing with me and like understanding that this brand is stealing from the creators. The people that are really busting on brain to create dope stuff for you guys. And really trying to create and change things up, change the norm of how sneakers are made and looked at. And we're doing different things. And this, instead of working with us, they're stealing from us and doing it wrong. Now, I did dip. I never did a dip Jordan 1. I never did a dip Nike, period. I never did an Air Force, any of that. I always did Vans and Stan Smiths. And the reason that I chose to do that is because that's a shoe I can get anytime. And I can make without people having to bring me and provide the shoe. And it's inexpensive. Now, a Jordan 1 is 140 to 160 bucks. There's no way in hell people are going to go buy a shoe for that plus tax and then have me and then pay me my fee to make it for them. So what I do, I say, you know what? Stan Smith's is summertime. People like Stan's. I make them a little different. Stan's, you know, you beat up anyway. So to have a pair that's dipped in a different color paint and then you just beat them up and it adds character, that's dope. They sold well. The Vans, people love Vans. Vans, you don't have to keep clean. You don't got to do nothing. Just a sneaker you wear, you beat up, you wear hair, you wear there. And I dipped the Vans. People loved it. And they stole my shit. Now, people say round two did it first. Yes, they did. I would never not credit Sean in round two. But Sean in round two never made those shoes to wear. They made them for display. It was more of an art thing. Mine was art on foot. Mine was more of a fashion statement than a, just a display piece. So, yes, I got the concept from round two. But round two never dipped a pair of Vans. Round two never dipped a pair of Stan Smiths. I don't even dip the shoes. I hand paint them. It looks dipped. It's not dipped in paint. You think I got a fucking bucket of green and pink and all these different colors? No, I, I do these shoes by hand. I don't have a machine. Everything I do is by hand, which is why I take so long. Everything is done, like, skillfully. I don't just fucking sit there and just spray paint. Spray paint sneakers and send it back to you. These things are done by hand. So Nike, dry it out. Jordan brand, dry it out. They made a dip Jordan 1 in red, black, and gray. They dipped it tan. They're trash. They're trash. First of all, they you don't dip a Jordan 1 because if that was the case, I would have did that my fucking self. I'm a Jordan 1 in, a lover. I would have been did a Jordan 1 dip. And I didn't do it because it doesn't look good. And the ones they made don't look good. And it's not even done properly. When I do my dip, I go up to the laces. I really dip. 
But, you know, it's cool. I Like I said again, I appreciate everybody tagging me. And, um, you know. It's it's uh I'm glad y'all appreciate the effort that I put in into my work and my craft because it's not easy. It's not easy. But um thank y'all for everything. All the support with that. And um I got the news got the new shoes going with the glitter right now. That's working for me so far. So far so good. But um what else is going on this week? Uh let's see. Man, it's a slow week for news, man. For real, for real. Oh, here we go real quick. In the news today. Now, I don't watch TV often, right? I don't watch the news often, but I do see things on Facebook that cross my eyes and my path. Apparently, the white media is trying to say that Queen Nefertiti was white. You're not going to do that during Black History Month. Y'all trolling. Y'all trolling. There's no way y'all believe that. When the fuck have Egyptians been white? Please tell me when people from the people of Egypt have... Egyptians are not white. Those are black people. So where the fuck do you get the information to say Queen Nefertiti was white? Where? If you look at history and you go back and you can even like look at old images and there's sculptures of this woman. This, Nefertiti was black, bro. And we as black people have to understand sometimes what they're trying to do to us. Because I feel like we get we get distracted so easily when they touch our shit. Like the shit with Kim Kardashian and the braids, it was an uproar about that. We got to let little dumb shit like that go because that's not important. That's not a big deal. Uh, it's, just, it's a fucking hairstyle. I get it. We want our credit. But at the same time, that shit is not a big... That's not what we out here fighting for. We don't have out here fighting for a hairstyle. No. No. They want to have a hairstyle, have it. We already know they take our shit and try to run with it anyway. We don't know about it. They can't do it like we do it. They can't. They can't dance like we... That's why they hate us. They can't jump like we jump. They can't dress how we dress. They can't talk how we talk. They, they emulate it. A white girl with cornrows, it looks dumb. She looks fucking stupid. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. We got to do better. We gotta do better than that. We can't fall for the fuckery. It's trolling. It's trolling. And we have to understand that everything isn't to be upset about. So, you know, I seen that on the news today on Facebook. It was a little bit of a uh, debate about that going on. And people were um, pretty upset about it. But, you know, there's nothing to be upset about. They, you gotta understand what they're trying to do. We can't be so sensitive. I feel like we as a people are so fucking sensitive to all the dumb shit. And we just have to know better. That's it. That's all that is. We just got to be like, all right, they're trolling. Fuck that. <laughs> you feel me? That's all it is. We just got to know when niggas are trolling. Now, to this music shit. Oh, wait, let me tell y'all real quick. I mean, I'm, this episode going to be pretty deep because it's not deep, but about me since I don't have no guests. Um... Um, I stopped smoking. I am no longer touching anything with marijuana involved into it. I have not smoked a vape in about was it twelve days now? No, ten days, like ten days. I've, I've been vape free. I ain't been d- drinking my little weed tea. I am off the shits. I am focused. I am done. 
done, 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 done. I do not even have the urge to uh, smoke at this point. I felt like I fell into a, a dark place mentally, and I used that as a crutch to kind of like soothe me and run away from my problems rather than deal with them. And that's not the way to do it because I never, I never really was a weed head like that. Like growing up, I never really smoked weed ever. Um, never been much of a drinker either. I'm more, I'm really a sober dude to be a hundred percent with you. Um, do I like to be high? Sure. It's fun. It's cool. It makes things better. It's relaxing, but it, it made me lazy and I didn't like the way my mind was working and everything like that. I just didn't like the feeling it gave me. And I don't like the way people looked at me when I was high either. Cause I'm not really, I'm not usually high. So when you see, when you high, you look at people, how they look at you. They look like, look at you in a funny way. Like, yo, look at this dumb idiot. I didn't like that. So I completely left it alone. So salute to me. I could pass a drug test soon enough. <laughs> um, it's going to stay high off life. Um, today also I found out my cousin Wesley died. Um, my condolences to myself and to my family. Me and uh, my cousin Wesley, we weren't close in age. He was, he was more my mom's age. But he was a very influential person in my life in my younger days. He was the, the cool cousin that, you know, liked to party. And he was the life of the family. Like, he come around, oh, Wes here, about to turn up, you know. So, rest in peace to my cousin Wesley. Uh, my mom called me this morning and let me know that he passed. He was uh, dealing with a lot of health issues. Um kidney failures and you know the diabetes and everything like that because my cousin lived a rock star life for real like this nigga was a heavy drinker heavy smoker ate crazy you know he had a lot of kids he had a lot of women you know and he lived his life to to the fullest that he could and you know i just want to say to everybody out there you know check on your people man because you know, I knew Wes was sick, and you never think that, oh, you know, he's going to die. Like, you know, you're like, oh, he'll be all right. He's strong, man. Wes, Wes, but, you know, a lot of his Facebook posts prior to his his death was basically saying that, you know, he's saying to people, like, I'm really going through some shit, and nobody's here for me. And it was sad to read those things. I went to his page today, and I seen, you know, videos, his last videos of last, this weekend that passed, he's out. Drinking and smoking and basically just living his life. Now, he's not supposed to be doing any of that shit, but he was doing it and it ultimately did him in. So, you know, my condolences to especially my cousin Lizette, that's her brother. And um, I'll be in Connecticut to see my family as soon as possible. I called my cousin, who's his, that's his niece. They were very close. So, you know, I just wanted to give my condolences to that, to that side of my family, that's my mom's side. And, uh, you know, the family's going through something right now. And we're going to be all right, though, you know. My other cousin just had a baby. So, you know, they say with every baby born, there's a death. So that's the one. Which might be why I'm scared to have kids low-key because, you know, when I have a kid, who's going to leave in my life? I don't, you know, God forbid I have a baby. And a couple months later, one of my relatives pass. It's just for real, man. And the baby's born and the life's, life's gone. That's the circle of life. So, I mean, they got the baby. My cousin just had a baby boy. Salute to her. And um, my cousin Wes is gone. But we go, we go ride for him. I know my Uncle Cato going through it because they were real close. That They were best friends. And um, it's hard to lose somebody. So, my condolences to that. Um, 
Now on a lighter note, I don't want to, you know, get too dark here. Uh, Martin is coming back. Now, I'm just going to throw that all in the tub. I love Martin. Martin's my favorite comedian all time. I always say Dave Chappelle's the greatest, but Martin is my favorite. I grew up wanting to be Martin Lawrence. The whole reason I even did stand-up comedy was because of Martin Lawrence. The whole reason I ever wanted to be funny was because of Martin Lawrence. I grew up watching Martin. The first episode of Martin came out on my seventh birthday, August 27, 1992. I remember me and my dad rushing upstairs to watch Martin. It was the first episode of Martin. He was fresh off Def Jam. He was smoking. Martin was the first Kevin Hart after Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I see. After Eddie Murphy, it was Martin's time. Martin was the nigga in comedy. So for my generation, Martin, that show will forever be in stone with us. The reruns still come on. We watch them like we never seen it before. So I see a picture. I follow him on Instagram and I see him with Pam and Gina. Tisha Campbell and, uh, you know, Tisha Campbell, Martin and Pam, Tanisha Arnold. And Martin puts in his caption that they're coming back. They confirmed it. I also see uh, a little video on Pam's page of her and Gina in the car. And I don't see Cole. God bless the dead. We know Tommy passed. It's not going to be the same without Tommy. Cole and Martin in real life had real beef. So I don't really see how, how they're going to reconcile that. Um, I think they should just leave it alone. I don't want to see Martin come back and it's not good. It's never going to be the same without Tommy. So that right there is an indication they need to just let that go. I mean, Martin's 50 years old. Does he really feel like getting in makeup for Shanana at 50 years old? I don't see it, bro. Gina looks old as fuck. Pam still look good. Pam still look good. Gina looks terrible. She was on Steve Harvey show and I was like, ugh. I know she was sick. And she was going through shit, but that they got to stop. Martin don't need the money. Maybe they do. I know everybody hates Chris is still getting reruns. I don't know how Tanisha Arnold bag looking. Uh, Gina, I don't know how her bag looking. Martin is straight. Martin got bread. I don't see why they're doing this. You don't see Fresh Prince trying to come back. Will Smith would never do that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard they bring back The Office. I watch The Office constantly on Netflix. Michael said he doesn't want to do it. If Michael's not on The Office, you have nothing. When Michael left The Office, the, all, the whole show went to shit, which is why it ended. When the star of the show leaves the show, it's over. It's over. Gina brought down the whole Martin show. Now all of a sudden this bitch want to pop back and do Martin. Fuck you, bitch. You the reason why the shit ended. The whole last season of Martin is trash because Gina's not on the same scenes with Martin. They fake talking to each other. She's in LA. He's in Detroit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Now, when you're young, you don't know why that's going on. When you get older, you realize they was beefing. You're like, damn, no, Gina and Martin ain't in the same room because she had an issue. Yeah. But they trying to bring that back. I, that, I don't want to see that shit. I don't, nobody wants to see that. Valentine's Day is coming up. This is the time of year every year when niggas with a girlfriend are under pressure. Depending on how long you've been with your girl, she's expecting something. If you're new with your girl, it's, you know, for you, when, you, when you first get a girlfriend around Valentine's Day, it's all about sex. You know, you, you go get a hotel, you know, everything's going to be wonderful. You probably make a kid. Shit like that. When you've been with your chick for a while, that shit is another fucking day. But you kind of got to buy her something. And that holiday is more for ladies because niggas really ever get shit. Like, we get shit on birthdays. And 
maybe Christmas, but these holidays ain't for niggas. Like, niggas, you think <laughs> you think niggas want to go out and buy flowers? Like, nobody, think, <laughs> bitch, I haven't bought you flowers all fucking year, and it's Valentine's Day. This bullshit made up American holiday. I'm supposed to run out and buy you flowers, and 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 take you to dinner. I understand it's romantic and shit like that, but you don't have to love your girl on out of that. You could do that shit anytime. And if your girl is a real bitch, she not even gonna care. Nigga, I see you every day. Today is no different. It's a lot of pressure on niggas that, that have girlfriends that care about shit like this. What should you get your girl for Valentine's Day? Well, you can't give her penis, but she will give you the same pussy you've been getting for the last fucking however many years you've been with her. So all men get is repackaged pussy and fucking half head. And girls get like a, a new fucking MCM bag and, and some some shit. Well, I don't know, but it's it, the whole the whole Valentine's Day shit is, is trash. I usually break up with girlfriends before Valentine's Day if I have them. Um, yeah, I I know that sounds crazy, but I'm dead ass serious. Um, NBA All Star Games coming up. It's gonna be in LA. That is pretty fucking lit. California is fucking beautiful. I don't know how many of my listeners have are from California, but if y'all from there, y'all know. But if you're not from California, California is amazing. The weather is amazing. It doesn't rain. It's always good weather. There's always some shit going on. The traffic is terrible. But outside of that, once you pretty much get to where you're going, you're going to have a good time. And it's so fucking advanced. Like LA is like, like New York on steroids because the technology there is way different from us. Like they got shit that like we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't appreciate it. Like even like the clubs and the restaurants is different. Like I I think the hookah out there doesn't even give you a headache. (laughs) It's just a beautiful place. I've only been there once. I really want to go there again. I would love to go there again this year. That would be like a great little trip. I only was there for like three days when I went, I would love to go back to California. I was in LA I went to Hollywood, you know, I didn't get to go to, uh... oh, I did pass Nipsey Hussle's shop on uh, Crenshaw, definitely passed it, and I will tell y'all, if y'all never been to Cali, Nipsey's store is definitely in the hood, and don't nobody fuck with it, that is respect, and that is beautiful, that is beautiful, you could really put your, uh, your, your, your business in the ghetto. And people don't fuck with it. Beautiful. And I didn't get to go in there. We drove past because I heard Crenshaw's pretty fucking rough. So we didn't get out the car. We drove past it. But I seen it. And um, the food out there is better. They got fucking, they have fucking In-N-Out Burger, man. In-N-Out Burger is like the shit. Like, we got Wendy's out here. We be hype. Wendy's, Wendy's compared to In-N-Out is fucking garbage. <laughs> they can throw all them nuggets in the tub. Nigga, you get a burger animal style with the front. What? Man. Man. Oh man, In and Out is phenomenal. They got the taco spots. They got Lucy's. Remember the baby boy when they went to Lucy's and you know Yvette was all hype. Oh, Lucy's, that shit is that shit that good. That's why she got hype. Lucy's fire. Um, oh, I went to see. Um, I, I meant to tell you this last. I seen Dinner Thieves. Dinner Thieves was great. Uh, Fifty, you trolled us. You made us think that you was gonna be a blockbuster star in the fucking movie, and you just was in it. 50 wasn't the fucking star of that movie. He was just in the shit. You know what I mean, he got parts, but he wasn't like, you know. Um, it's a good movie. 
The ending is very surprising. Well, not surprising if you're paying attention to the movie. Not that surprising, but it is surprising, you know, at the end. Uh, I saw the, uh, what's that movie that, uh, Taraji's in? Whatever that movie, the name of that shit Taraji Henson is in. Now, listen, I went to see the movie because the young lady I was with wanted to see the movie. Cool. The movie is trash. Now, I'm not going to bash Taraji because I supported it. But um, if you want my opinion on that movie, the movie's trash. Yeah, that's all. I I, I got to throw it in the tub, Taraji. I love you. And Taraji getting old, man. She getting old. Oh, she getting old. You watch Baby Boy and then go watch that new shit, Proud Mary, whatever the hell her name is. It, it She is looking old. She look like Cookie. Cookie look old as fuck. Um, I don't even watch Empire no more. I hate that shit. Um, yeah, so that, that, that ain't all that. And, um, what else is going on? Basketball wise, we talked about that. Fuck that. Uh, music right now, nothing in music. Well, be 40 minutes in, so I guess it's time we take it to the relationship specialist, Mark the Fresh Fiend Gooding. Let's talk relationships. Shit. Now, I'm not going through anything personally. I'm just going to speak in general because I have knowledge about this. I was kind of trying to talk about it last week and due to outside interference, it didn't go over as well as planned. Now, I'm not going to revisit that and bring it back up and, you know, bring it, shove it. If people were listening, they did hear I did make some points. So I'm not going to revisit that and drown y'all with that shit. I'm going to make all new points and I'm going to go talk about all new shit. Now, last week I was talking about the disconnect between men and women, women not taking the time to know men, and men not caring to learn women. That's out the way. That's a chapter that's closed. Now, what I'm going to talk about is dating. I want to give a little advice on dating to men. A lot of men are mutt, and they don't really know when they're being curved, or they do when they don't accept it. Now, as a man who rarely gets curved, like I, I'll get curved by one chick, and I pretty much accept that. What most people, most people I aim at, I pretty much get. Not being cocky, just saying. Now, to my fellas, what y'all got to understand about these women is they make they make men priority as far as their interests goes. So, meaning, you can pretty much know what level you're on with a female is by how often she contacts you. Contacts. Contacts you. I'm sober as hell and I'm fucking up my words. Text speed. Text speed, text speed, text speed, text speed, text speed. Now, if you get a number from a girl, now girls give out their number all the time. No big deal, right? Getting her number nowadays doesn't mean shit because girls don't talk on the phone. So she'll give you her number and she just won't respond if she don't like you, you know? That's a sign, bro. Just because she gave her you her you her number does not mean you're in there. It doesn't mean, oh, I got the number. No, that's dead. Girls give a lot of people their number. They'll they'll give any pretty much anybody a chance to win their time and attention. Most times women already know who they want and and they're pretty much buying time until that nigga acts right or even acknowledges her. So she'll entertain you and she'll even go on dates with you, but she don't want your ass. 
um, that tech speed shit is very serious. Like, if you get a girl number and you text her in the morning, if you don't get a good morning back in the morning, bruh, cut your losses, bruh. Stop texting that girl. It don't take three hours to respond to a good morning text. But it does take three hours to respond when she don't fucking like you. Understand this. Accept this. Move on. A lot of niggas would drag shit. Yeah, I've been trying to get shorty. She don't respond to my text. Nigga. Women are pussy. Do you not know this? Women are pussy. Yes, ladies. I said it. Y'all are pussy. A woman is never going to tell you she don't like you. She's just going to act funny and hope you get the hint. That's what they do. Niggas do the same shit. <laughs> we do the same shit. But you know why we do it? Because women fucking do it to us. So we reciprocate what we're doing, what, what we're going through. But most times a nigga does that is after he got the cheeks. A bitch won't even give you no pussy and still W. Girls don't, you know what I mean? Like, and, and some of my fellas, you got to be smoother with your wordplay. Like, for example, right? I had this chick, the, uh, the other week now we hung out before things happened whatever so i've been busy doing what i'm doing and you know i would reach out to her like hey i want to see you you know what's up you want to come by tonight and i would get a okay cool when i get off work i'll come check you she don't show up but i don't press i don't hit you like hey you still coming i don't do none of that if you told me something you know what you told me. I don't have to double check with you to make sure you're still coming. That's thirst. That's mutt. I'm never doing that. Um, so I got pretty much the hint. So I was like, you know what? Let We need to have a conversation because she did this about three times. After the third time, I just FaceTimed her like, yo, what's up, man? I'm trying to see you. You don't want to see me? Oh, you only hit me up to come to your house to have sex. Whoa. Mind you, the words come over to have sex never came out my mouth. She assumed that. I said, I never said that to you. Yeah, but you know what would happen if I come over there? No, I don't. If you say no, it's no. That's it. So if you really come over here to chill, that's really all I wanted to do is chill. I don't have time to see you and go out. But if you want to come hang out, you can. Nothing, no harm there. You've been to my house before. Have we been physical before? Sure. But that doesn't mean every time I see you is going to be physical. Why are you assuming that? She got quiet. I'm like, yeah. Now you feel dumb. So what you say to women, we're pretty much, they, they, women will assume. They, they, they think they know us and they will think everything is about sex, but it's not. Sometimes a nigga really just want to chill and just be laid up. I don't always have to have sex with you every time I see you. Well, what the fuck? I'm, I'm a grown man. I've, I've had pussy before. What are you talking about? Sometimes a nigga really just want to chill, but girls are so fucking on the defensive. Oh, you only want to see me the fuck. Did I say that? You didn't have to say it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If I didn't say come over to have sex, I'm not trying to have sex. Now, when you get here and I try and you say no, then it's no. Ladies, you got to understand what power y'all have. If a nigga really wanted to see you and you come over and you don't have sex with him and he has an attitude, you know what he's about. If he comes over and he's really chilling, like he's not set no mood, he's not rubbing up and grinding grab on you, he's really, really watching a movie with you, understand and appreciate that shit. Sometimes a nigga just want to be in the presence of a woman. It ain't always about sex all the time. Y'all got to stop assuming things, okay? So I say to her, you probably can't control yourself. It's you. 
If you think you're going to come here and have sex every time you come here, that's your, that's you. You can't control yourself. I can control myself. We don't have to do anything when you come here. You, and then on top of that, you kept saying yes and then fronting for what? Oh, because you only want to have sex. No, I didn't say that. So now you was being petty for no fucking reason. So now again, she gets quiet. Her face is stuck on stupid. You're looking dumb on FaceTime. Uh, yeah, yeah. Understand words have meaning. If I don't fucking literally say to you, that's what I'm telling you to come here for. Don't assume that. Don't assume anything I never said. What I say is what I mean. If I don't say that, then I didn't mean that. I didn't say it. So, you know, now we're on a good, we're good now. We're on a communicating level where it's not petty shit going on. There's no bullshit going on. We can talk normally without this fake, the fake shit in the way. The fake shit is clear now. So communication is very important with females, bro, fellas. We got to talk to them more. Women will assume if you allow them to. Don't give them space to think negative. Be very to the point and be precise in what you say because they're going to make up shit anyway. They don't trust us anyway. They don't believe what we say anyway. All we can do is have facts. The fact is I invited you over to my place. The fact is I just said that. That's the fact. That was the basics of it. I invited you over. I never said anything we were going to do. So you can't sit there and hold your assumption as truth because it's not. So when y'all dealing with these females, y'all got to know how to talk. Y'all got to know how to, how to take their emotions away and give them logic because women love to run with emotion. They don't think what, uh, what, what makes sense. Everything with them is, is fucking assumption. They want to be one up on you. They always want to be one up. Yeah, nigga, you ain't slick. No, but you not smart because you don't even know what you're talking about. And you got to really communicate. And you, the conversation will clear a lot of bullshit. Fellas, pick up that phone. Talk to these women on the phone. All that texting shit is a dub. If y'all been texting, texting, texting for months, it ain't nothing to pick up and call her now. Y'all done, had, y'all done probably hung out before. Y'all probably seen each other before in, in, in random place. Oh, what's up? What you doing here? Boom. You can call her, bro. Talk. Talk. Have a conversation for three, four hours like you used to do back in the day. And they go, oh, no, nah, I ain't doing all that. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? If a girl not willing to talk on the phone with you, she ain't feeling you. You can't just text a girl forever. A lot of chicks don't even like texting. Most of the time when chicks text bad and slow, it's because they bad texters. Some women hate texting. Call them. Pick up the phone. Stop being so pussy. Niggas get on the phone don't know what to say, but you could text all day long. The same thing you was going to text, talk about it. The first thing niggas do is run to a sex conversation. What you got on? Yo, you're bugging, bro. You're bugging. Niggas will talk themselves out of pussy and don't even know. Oh, that bitch whack. She won't answer my text. Yeah, nigga, because you keep asking for nudes. You met her two days ago. That's disrespectful. You being a perv, bro. You, you really hurt. You turning her off. And then that women, they associate one man with all men. You making it bad for everybody now. I've had women tell me, oh, all niggas is this. All niggas is that. How many niggas you talk to? So if it's all niggas, how many niggas you dealing with that did that to you? You don't shut the fuck up. That nigga did that. That nigga did this. I didn't do that shit to you. I didn't ask for you, ask you for no fucking nudes. I'm trying to feed your stupid ass some steak. Do you want steak? Jesus Christ. Y'all, y'all, y'all make this shit so difficult. And it's like these women try to put on this tough exterior. And they're not. Your ladies, y'all don't have to be tough. Y'all don't have to move like niggas. Y'all can be ladylike and be women and niggas will appreciate that. Also, 
I want to drop this jewel on you, ladies. Everything that you doing when you single, you should keep doing when you're not. If you're single right now and you go into the gym and you get a man, why the fuck would you stop going to the gym? If you was on your shit money-wise, getting money, working hard every day, you ain't got time for the bullshit. You getting it. You hustling. You taking trips. You with your girls. Y'all living life. Why would a man stop that? What kind of man would get in the way of you living your life? He should want to be, oh, excuse me. He should want to be incorporated into that. Damn, she always on trips. I like that. Damn, she always in the gym. I like that. Damn, she always at work. I like that. As soon as you get with a nigga, now what? Ain't no more gym. She ain't with her friends no more. She start working less. And a nigga will allow that. And then what happened with them? They start getting fat. They start losing confidence. They start posting old pictures of how they used to look because now she fucking feel washed and niggas allow it. Ladies, a nigga will do anything to keep his woman under him so he don't have to worry about you living your life and doing your thing. Keep that nigga on his toes. Fellas might not like me saying this, but fuck that. I don't fuck men. I don't care what men think of me. They give a fuck about men. I don't fuck men, my nigga. I don't like men. I like bitches. I like women. Sorry. I like women. Mom, I'm sorry. I ain't even bitch. I like women. I love women. So, yes, I'm going to uplift and empower women. And any man that does not do that is not a real man. My nigga, you have a mother. So you want your mother to just be out here sucking dick? You want your mother to just be out here being some little hoe for some nigga that she, that she like? You have a mother. You, you niggas got daughters and y'all move crazy. What you think niggas going to do to your daughter if you ain't giving her game? What you think niggas going to do? Your little girl going to be some little skank. No disrespect, but I'm saying. Y'all got to really get off that male bullshit, that male chauvinistic shit, that man power shit. Because there's a lot of women out here that need ups, ups to lift them. Women go through enough shit with niggas that ain't shit. Every nigga ain't, ain't shit. That made no sense. But it did. You have to, if you meet a, if I meet a chick and she on her money shit, I'm never going to stop that. If she on her really doing her thing and she in school, I'm never going to get in the way of that. I want the shit that made me like you is the shit I want you to keep doing. The minute you stop that, you lost me. Yo, I thought you was in school. Oh, I, I got to go next semester. I don't, you turn me off right there. You turn, why are you doing that? Why would you not stay on your shit? I need to understand what would make a woman what would make a woman want to get a man have all this shit going for her and then she stops soon as she get a man? Baby, you had a six pack. You got a boyfriend now your neck all juicy. Yo, stop. Whatever you was doing before that nigga Whatever you was doing that had you happy, keep that happiness. Listen, these niggas want you to be fucking stressed. These niggas want you to chase them. Fuck that. You got to be a boss. And if your nigga don't want you to be a boss, then he's a bum. A lot of bum niggas with good women that they changed up. You're, they let You let these niggas break you down and hurt you up. Then when you get with the next nigga, you ain't shit now. Because this nigga done did so much to you emotionally that you don't trust shit. You don't even know how to love. Women don't want to start over, so they stay in fucked up situations. Y'all have to get y'all have to get your mind right. Logically, does that make sense? If a nigga getting money and he get a girlfriend, he's not gonna stop getting money. If a nigga is about his business and he get a girlfriend, he's not gonna stop get doing his. Are you, what's wrong? What the fuck y'all be doing thinking about? I don't. I really want to know because it's sickening. I have female friends that go through this. That be on their shit in school, working every day. Get a boyfriend. 
everything go to shit. Then she get pregnant. Now she in a position where she can't do nothing. And niggas will trap you with a baby, ladies. Understand that. Understand that. I have several friends that got trapped by kids. So now you damaged. You, now, now, not to be disrespectful. I know y'all love y'all kids, but let's keep. Let's be real. Let's be real. Me as a single man with no children, I don't want a woman with kids. I don't. You know why? Because I got another nigga baggage I got to look at every day. I've did that shit in my life already. I can't. And then women with kids get offended when I say this. But at the end of the day, how? How? I don't have to love your kids. I don't have to accept that. I don't have children. Why the fuck do I have to deal with your fucking life? So now you get a you got to. And then you find a man that do love you and take care of your kids. And he love your kids, too. Y'all shit on him. Y'all act like it's like, like he's supposed to do that. Y'all got to humble up. Humble up. That shit is unacceptable. If I'm take, if I come in your life and your baby father's doing nothing for you and your child, and I come in and I'm doing everything. Don't get, don't, don't get, don't, 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 please don't get big headed. Please do not get out. Oh shit. Wait a minute. That is an option. I don't have to be there. I don't have to be there. Not saying you got to kiss my ass and all this other shit, but be respectful. Be respectful. Be, be appreciative. Okay. Be thankful. That a nigga's even a nigga love you that much to love you and a child that's not his. Ladies, y'all will never have to un- y'all will never understand that. For as a woman, as a woman, women don't date men with kids. That women that don't have kids do not date men with kids. They re- rarely, rarely do they do that. A single woman with no children is not in a rush to get with a man that has more than one. Especially if it's the same mother. If a nigga got three kids with one bit, one woman, you gonna date that nigga for real? Do you trust that he's not fucking with women? Women don't trust you without kids. So imagine a nigga with him. Okay, so ladies, y'all gotta put the foot you on the other foot. Put yourself in all predicament. When you deal with a woman with children, what you gotta hear? Yo, I wanna go see Black Panther Friday. I heard that shit gonna be lit. Oh, let's go. Now let's say the nigga bought the tickets. Here come Friday. She can't find a babysitter. You just spent thirty eight dollars until you get your money back. But you really wanted to see her. It ain't about the money. It's about the time. And women with kids don't have the time because they have a child and a nigga has to be patient. All the while holding himself back, he could have been out with anybody, but he want to be out with you. So you know what? He ain't going to go to the movie. You know what he going to do? He going to go home, just talk to you on the phone. He going to be a good nigga. He going to chill. I ain't even going to go out because she can't go out. I'm going to chill. They don't appreciate that. And it's sad because niggas don't have to do this shit. We don't have to. Now, ladies, I know y'all probably hearing this. You're like, oh, fuck that. He's an asshole. Oh, you talking dumb. Listen, if somebody was here to debate me, I would debate them down because they don't deal with it like we do. They don't deal with it. But um, overall, I want women to be more powerful in their, uh, in their approach to life and their approach to relationships. I want y'all to always listen. A very big important thing I learned in my life about relationships. Always keep your friends. Always keep your friends. Women have a tendency to get with a nigga and fall back from everybody. That is not logical. That does not make sense. Why would you not go out with your friends because you have a man? Does that make any sense? Does that make any? And niggas do it too. Niggas will cut their niggas off for their girl. And I get it. I get it. Yeah, you with your girl. You cuffed up. But my nigga, what you going to do when y'all beefing? What you going to do when you need a break? Now the trust is gone because you don't chill with your friends. So when you tell her I'm going to chill with my friends, she don't believe you. Whatever you was doing before that relationship, keep that shit up. Do you really think if I got a girlfriend right now, I'm not going to podcast no more? 
I'm not going to do shoes no more. I'm not going to do rants on Instagram no more. Are you dumb? Are you fucking dumb? Everything continues. And if she don't want to be a part of it or she don't accept it, then it's her fault. And if you don't want to go be here, you can go. Nothing stops for you. Nothing. You either become a part of me or you have none of me. Simple as that. Lady, same shit. If you out every weekend with your girls and that's what you like to fucking do, he have to understand that. And if he don't understand that, then he can go. Period. You don't have to change your life for nobody. This is how I was before you met me, nigga. You know what you're dealing with. You're not going to come and just have me changed up. If your girl like to play the crib and you like to go out and you want her to start going out with you and she never want to go out, you knew that. You can't make her just start going out now because you want to go out, bro. That's you. And vice versa, ladies. If your man is a home nigga and you knew that nigga don't really play the streets like that and he only like doing little low-key shit, he don't want to go to parties. Nigga want to chill. Nigga want to go to a little hookah and a little lounge. He don't want to go around all these club shits. He don't want to be on the line at no club. Nigga don't want to be drunk every weekend. Nigga don't want to be in a spot. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I hate that shit. I hate being a... I hate it. Matter of fact, I went over with my man Saturday. I was there for an all of an hour and left. My nigga, I took the train home at 2 in the morning on a Saturday. You know the train be fucked up. It's just not for me, bro. I gave last weekend to me. I was like, this is my last weekend to really go out and do shit. I'm about to buckle down and really get back on my business and my money shit. I'm done with the social media. On Snapchat, you ain't pro- if you follow me on Snap, you might have noticed I have not been posting no s- normal snaps. Everything I snap is business related. I snapped today of me in the studio doing my podcast. I snapped today of a sweater that I've been making for, for you know what I'm saying? I started a little brand. Yeah. Low key. And I'm not making I'm not making it a big announcement that it's mine, but yeah, I'm I'm making clothing now. If I, if you want to support, cool. If not, cool. But that's what I'm on. I'm on some business shit. I'm selling shoes. People are like, oh, you selling your one? Yeah, nigga. Because everything I'm putting no, I'm, I'm making is invested into this brand. It's time to boss up. Ain't no more games out here. All this social media and kiki and high high is for niggas that ain't doing shit. That ain't about nothing. No disrespect to y'all. I know y'all all work hard and everything, but that shit is a distraction. And you got to get focused. It's time to buckle down, man. Trump ain't playing out here with niggas. You got to get some money. You got to get some money by any means. Legally. Legally. Because niggas can't wait to lock us up. Get out here and get your money, man. For real. If y'all don't do nothing I ever told you, get your bread. Money ain't everything, but it helps. Okay? For real. But, um, Straight up. this is a short episode this week. I feel like I vented enough. Um, we're going to try to get this out tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I hope y'all take heed and listen to what I've been saying. And I hope y'all got some kind of motivation and some insight into what's going on out here. And I want, I want you really want y'all to think and, and critical thinking, critical thinking. I want this podium podcast is a podcast to, Invoke help and change and positivity for people. And, you know, we like to speak on things in our communities. I'm a young black man and I have a voice and it's being heard. I want everybody to have that voice. Take that take that initiative and use your voice. We all have a voice. Saying nothing is part of the problem. A lot of people just all oh, just mom. I've been no, man. Nah, man. People, your, your opinion matters. Your opinion matters. Speak up. You don't got to be no super celebrity and be no super 
talkative person, but if it's something you believe in, it's something you stand on, express yourself. Express yourself beyond Facebook. Beyond Facebook. Everything you post on social media should have purpose. Not a fucking selfie with, with, with cat eyes. That serves no purpose. Let's have a purpose out here now. It's 2018. All the game, we didn't have Instagram too long to still be posting pictures with filters. Enough is enough. It's time to get this money. It's way too much money out here to be playing, to be on Snapchat playing, to be on Instagram playing. I've done it. I've been playing for a long time. I'm not playing no more. I'm not playing. And y'all gonna see the difference. So with that being said, next week I have people up here. Next week's show will be a little more fun. I know this one was a little whatever. Also, uh, still, too, my apologies for last week. I know. I know. She was wild. <laughs> she was wild. She was wild. I uh, played it for some people at work, and they couldn't believe. They couldn't believe it. They're like, that's her? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we see her all the time, and she was turned. But um, anyway, this is episode 43. Uh, you gonna keep going, man. We got big things coming for the podcast this year. I got plans. I'm uh soon. I'll be having merch for the podcast. We gonna do some t-shirts for the podcast. So all my supporters that listen to the show, we gonna have podium podcast tees with the logo on it, which is basically my face. Um, you know, I have it for me. I make a little couple sweaters for me. People like it. Let me know. I make you one, and then you know you supporting the podcast. Um, I love you all. We'll be back next week. Episode 44 will be next week. We could be pushing up on 50, y'all. Yo, this this episode, I mean, this podcast has come a long way from the very first one. And uh, it's only going to get better. Also, too, before I get out of here, I want to mention something. Uh, y'all, y'all know previously I was on a podcast with my guy, Justin. And uh, we had an issue. We fell out over some bullshit, petty shit. We have reconciled. Me and Just are speaking. Talked to my dog yesterday. I told him, y'all, I miss my dog, bro. That's my nigga, for real, for real. Like, behind, beyond all the bullshit, real grown man shit, that was my dog. And we on, we speaking. You know, we talking. We going to get up soon, and we going to talk. Uh, as far as the podcast thing goes, salute to him and his podcast, Above the Rim Podcast. He's doing great things over there, and I support and salute my bro, you know? And, um, yeah, I got no enemies right now, as far as I'm uh, you know, Jessica too. Me and Jessica are be good. There's no beef there. She's having a baby. Salute to her. She's having a beautiful baby girl. Congratulations. Um, you know, everybody's having babies, man. Oh, my homegirl Kyle. Salute to Kyle. Kyle Harris. I don't know if she's a listener, but Kyle, if you're listening, congratulations to you and yours. I see you got a baby on the way. Congratulations. Salute. Um, yeah, man. We just, uh, we out here trying to support each other. And it's all about focusing, man. We got a next whole generation looking at us. And we got to set an example for these kids coming up. And we got to be better. We can't be doing the young dumb shit and we grown. Okay? So let's just, you know, let's take this social media and flip it. It's not about memes. It's not about fucking filters. They do all that to distract us from all the money that's being made. Ain't no way in hell where you got all this potential and knowledge and you on Instagram wasting time just scrolling all day. Let's be productive, people. Everybody has talent. You just got to find it. Everybody. All of you. I don't give a fuck what it is. Some of y'all might be good at something you don't even know. But you got to try. You got to try. You got to dream. 
Anything you want to do in this world, you can do. That's a fact. Trust me, I'm telling you, I, I've done it. I never thought in my life I would be self-employed for three years, and I did that. Not being cocky or anything, but I, I didn't even went to college. Never. I never stepped foot on a campus. And I had a fucking business running for over four or five years now. That's not nothing to laugh at. That's real shit. So it can be it can be done. Everybody out here has a purpose. You got to find it. Everybody out here is an artist in some way. You just got to find what, you, what you're good at. Whatever's art to you, make find a way to get paid for that shit. It's too much way. We got this internet. We never had, our parents never had this. You understand? We can make money in our sleep. Our parents never had. They had to get up and bust their ass just for us to have these opportunities we have now. We can't waste this. Let's let's get up and get this shit, man. For real. So this is episode 43. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back next week. Peace.